Hey everyone, it is Monica with Be Still Be Free, and I am here with Sarah today. Hey everybody. We are back, you guys. Yes. It oh seems like it was a long summer break. It, I mean, it's really like right at almost three solid months yeah. for us, and we just appreciate everyone being so patient with our summer breaks and just knowing, um, you know, we are we are a nonprofit in the truest sense of the word. <laughs> like there is, this is simply a labor of love. There is nothing coming in. We're like the only remaining podcast in the history of podcasts that don't do ads. That's right. So, I um, know it is so true, but. It's, you know, that's just how we feel like we're supposed to be. Yeah. So that's how we're supposed to be. But we do take breaks because this is strictly a side gig that we just mm-hmm. love. Um, but we are back and we are so excited to be back together again. We just spent the last uh, 45 minutes just chatting, <laughs> catching up on life. And um, we are going to talk to you today and intro a brand new series that we are starting on the Proverbs 31 woman. Don't is, freak out. I know. Don't freak out and turn it off. If you're not married, if you are, <laughs> don't have kids, please don't turn it off. Yeah. There is something for everybody here. Yep. Um, but we're doing it. Um, it's called Be Complete. But before we get into that, we just thought we'd catch you up a little bit on how things are going with us. Um, I don't know. It's just like sit down with a cup of coffee and catch up after a long time. So. Monica's oldest started high school this year. My daughter started high school. I have a junior and a senior. A junior and a senior. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and hers are driving themselves everywhere. And I've just spent the last two weeks being really jealous because I'm spending yeah. a lot of time in the car. Yeah, just tell Monica they need to start saving for a car so that she can start driving as soon as she has her license. Man. It makes all the difference in the world. It does. I mean, you will, like, cry and when kick and scream watching her drive out of the driveway for the very first time and then you're gonna be like hey can you go to the store for me <laughs> hey on your way home from school can you pick up some dinner at the fresh market it's the truest truest thing ever i love i don't do it very often but sometimes at the end of the day i'm like hey i need you to do me a favor you gotta go to the store what and i'm like yep you gotta go to the store for me yeah. that's what you gotta do it's the price you pay mm-hmm. for being able to drive because <laughs> i'm paying a lot of other prices mm-hmm. yeah. for you to be able to drive <laughs> so true oh my god it just gets more expensive um but we hope you all had a great summer You know, we, um, like Monica said, we just take time off Mm -hmm. because we feel like we should be with our family and we want everybody else to feel like they don't have to try to keep up with the podcast. Yeah. And if you guys have summers, anything like ours, like I did, I only saw Sarah's face maybe once or twice. Mm -hmm. Maybe. Maybe. For sure once. And they were quick. We had lunch, Mm -hmm. but that was it. Yeah. I mean, it has just been, we've been all over the place doing family things. Sarah's had a lot going on with her kids and traveling and trips Mm and, um, we've been, but good stuff, great stuff, stuff. not bad stuff. No, it's busy stuff. So I think it's just an important reminder that we all have to just be where we are in the Mm -hmm. season that we are. Um, and don't fight it, just embrace it. Yeah. And, you know, surround yourself with people who get it so that if you can't yeah. be like the norm, that that's okay. We even were cracking it because Facebook keeps sending us reminders like, you have 1,258 people who are waiting to hear from you. And we're like, so, oh, yeah, I'm sure they we're are. We're coming back. We're coming back. <laughs> um, but, you know, God's just released us from trying to make this more than it should be at this stage in our lives. That's right. We so, are happy in the, the Lord's eyes with what we're doing. But we're always excited when he reveals to us what's coming up. Mm-hmm. 
And so I think it was the end of spring last year, we had already started throwing around the idea of trying to dive into scripture, yep. a passage. Yep. And uh, Monica had the idea of, hey, what do you think about us doing the Proverbs 31 woman? And so here we are. We are here diving in. Diving in. And so don't um, think for a moment that this is going to be one of those you're not doing life good enough right. series because it's really going to be the opposite. It is going to be the exact opposite. Mm-hmm. And so we have called this Be Complete. Um, and not because the Proverbs 31 woman has a husband and a family and works and does all of these things. And that's what makes her complete. It's yep. not the things that make her complete. It is the joy in which she does everything. And there's a scripture in John 15 that where Jesus says, I say all these things so that you may have my joy in you and yep. that your joy will be complete. And so we have just taken a look at Proverbs 31 and how the joy of being a woman and the joy of all of the giftings and talents that come with that make the completeness. It's not the stuff and it's not the things it's, it's really not package. about all the things that she was doing and all the roles that she played. It was really about how she was doing them. Yes. And exactly. that's, that's the focus because the how can follow any woman into any stage of life, married, unmarried, divorced, kids, no kids, um, career, no career. It's not, it, it's so much more than just the story of a wife. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just the illustration that was chosen right for the description of wisdom correct really correct yeah yeah so like the book of proverbs itself and in its entirety is predominantly an illustration of what wisdom looks like yes Yes. And so you read through the entire book of Proverbs over and over, and it says, wisdom looks like this. Wisdom acts like mm-hmm. this. Wisdom has the characteristics of A, B, C, and D. And so when we get to Proverbs 31, verses 10 through, what is it, 31? 31. Mm-hmm. Um, 31, we, 31. It is just a continuation of wisdom, yeah. but it's wisdom personified as female. Yeah. In se- well, it is in the other ones as well. But well, like wisdom, is- yeah, wisdom is almost always used in a feminine mm-hmm. character. Mm-hmm. I think a couple of really cool things, too, is that um, it, it's a poem that essentially shows us what wisdom looks like, like you said, but in the action of what Jesus looks like. So it's kind of because who's the ultimate description of wisdom? Yeah, Jesus, Jesus is. For sure. Um, the target audience here was probably more men. Yes. Um, and it's kind of an ode or a, a poem to women more yes. than a command to women. Yeah. In fact, um, so something cool that I read is that the each line of this poem starts with a letter, the um, chronological letters of the Hebrew alphabet. So, so cool. it was like an acrostic almost is an easy way for them to remember. Kind of like what we would do for children. Yeah, like, exactly. Not a lullaby, but you know how we would do those, the, yeah. you know, A's for whatever, or the yeah. songs we would sing. Yeah. Um, one of the favorite things, I did a little... Um, speaking engagement a couple of Christmases ago um, up in Tennessee. And when I was doing the um, study for it, I ran across a blog written by this uh, lady, Rachel Held Evans. Yep. And she's, did you find Rachel? I did. She's done a lot of Proverbs 31 stuff, but I loved it because um, she called the Proverbs 31 woman a woman of valor mm-hmm. or a valiant woman. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to give you guys a little background as to where that kind of came from. And I'm going to read it if it's okay with you. The book of Proverbs is summarized then in a poem praising a woman who is the wise manager of diverse enterprises, ranging from weaving to winemaking to trade in the market. Translators variously use the words virtuous or capable or excellent or of noble character to describe this woman's character. But these terms fail to capture the element of strength or might present in the underlying Hebrew word, which is che- chehil. 
Chail, Chail. Yeah. I don't know. Um, Chay, C-H-A-Y-I-L. When applied to a man, this same term is translated strength, as in Proverbs 31.3. In a great majority of its 246 appearances in the Old Testament, it applies to fighting men, um, such as David's mighty warriors in First mm-hmm. Chronicles. Translators tend to downplay the element of strength when the word is applied to a woman. Shame on them. As with Ruth, whom English translators describe as noble, virtuous, or excellence. But the word is the same, whether applied to men or women. In describing the woman of Proverbs 31, 10 through 31, its meaning is best understood as strong or valiant, as further indicated by Proverbs 31, 17. She girds herself with mm-hmm. strength and makes her arms strong. Al Walters argues on account of such uh, martial language that the most appropriate translation is valiant woman. Accordingly, we will refer to the woman in Proverbs 31 as the valiant woman. And there was a, a valiant woman, and I'm going to link to this. I have a hyperlink to it, to this particular um, little mm-hmm. article that, that I used here. But I think that changes everything. When, when you first think about the Proverbs 31 yeah. woman, before I did this study, you think of the meek, mild, yes. quiet, noble woman. Mm-hmm. And what I love here is it's really the terminology that was used for an army, right. for a warrior. And when you think about that, like... You're like, okay, I'm down with Proverbs 31. Like, if you're going to make me sound like this valiant warrior, which we are, how often do you hear me say we are, we are kingdom builders. We are warriors in the army of Christ, right? Right. Like we are fighting for him. We are warriors. We are. So this is not some, oh, she was this mild, meek mannered woman. Right. No, she was, she was a valiant woman. She was a force. She was a force. Yes. Which is one of the, um. One of the descriptions I read when I was preparing for one of the next couple of weeks was just that she was a force. Yeah. You know, and one of the things that um, struck me as I began to study this whole passage was that, you know, whenever we hear Proverbs 31 woman, we think of just a worker bee who spends mm-hmm. all her time doing mm-hmm. um, and that we have to busy, follow busy. this checklist of busyness like a Martha. Mm-hmm. Um, but what's interesting is, you know, we don't look at the whole book of Proverbs and be like, here's all the checklist for wisdom and I have to do it, have to do it, have to do it. And we don't look through the whole Bible and get overwhelmed with, I have to be all of these things all of the time. Yep. Yet we take that one passage and yep. we say, I have to be all of this at one time. Yeah. 21 verses. 21. We take 21 verses mm-hmm. and we think we have to do all of it at one time, but we know we have better wit. We have discernment to know with the whole Bible. It's That's a process. Right. It's a couple things at a time. Mm-hmm. Like we give ourselves more grace mm-hmm. for everything else, except for this one passage, mm-hmm. which I think is a lie of the enemy. And it's the course of her life. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a, it's a course of, of her lifetime. It's a span of time. It didn't happen in one night. Yes. You know, and one of the things that I read that Rachel held Adams, um, had written said that, um, the whole purpose of this is not to be interpreted prescriptively as a job prescription or job description for women. It's purpose is to celebrate wisdom in action. Yep. And I just love that phraseology is celebrating wisdom in action is what this section, this whole passage of Proverbs 31 does. It's that whole thing where we talk about, um, you can, you can you can have the right spirit, but if you don't have the fruit, which is mm-hmm. what we just did, the fruits of the spirit, no one sees it. Right. And if they don't see it, then you're not living out the gospel. You're not being Jesus. Right. right? So you've got to, it, there does have to be wisdom in action. Mm-hmm. You know, it's how we're living it out. It's how we're, it's how we're being in action. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. But you can't. 
you can't have that result without it being an overflow of something that's, that's already right. in you. That's right. Oh, it's so good. I love, um, if we can just like tagging onto what you just said, these 21 verses are not a list of do words. It's not that you right. need to do a business and that you need to do business inside the gates and that you need to get up at the crack of dawn before the sun comes up. Because if that was the truth, then I would be the most unwise woman ever. You're the Proverbs 32 <laughs> woman. <laughs> I'm the one who stays up late, not the, not the one who gets up early. Um, but I think one of the things that we celebrate here at Be Still Be Free is how great God is for giving us a blueprint. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes that we look at the Word of God and we think that it's just a big list of things that we can't do. And it's really not everything that God warns us against is for our protection. Yeah. But when we really look at all the things that he encourages us to be, that's where we're going to live in our sweet spot. That's yeah. where we're going to live in freedom. And um, when we get caught up in measuring ourselves and thinking we don't measure up, then we're going to feel defeated. Yeah. And so it's not a list of do words. It's really a, a, a list of B words. It's more about the character than it is anything else. It's, yeah. it's how you're doing, not what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other thing is, is it's, it's not a, passage to challenge women to feel like they need to do more. In fact, in one of my um, weeks that I'm leading, I talk about how um, what she did was very simple. Mm -hmm. It wasn't Pinterest perfect. She didn't do more than she had to do. She did what she needed to do. Right. She set her family up for success. Right. She set her household up for success. Mm -hmm. And that was it. Yeah. It wasn't this elaborate fortitude that that has been described to us it's just simple she provided yeah knows it yeah um one of the things that i loved is that it's primarily a search it's a list for men mm-hmm. on what to look for mm-hmm. in a woman mm-hmm. um and that it reminds a christian man that he must walk in the fear and wisdom of god so he can be worthy of and c- compatible with such a virtuous woman yeah and i'm going to take this even a step further in, in again one of the weeks that i do um i kind of do um two kinds of sides of the coin. Mm-hmm. Um, one could even argue here that this is really what the church, what, what people are supposed to be looking for in the church. Mm-hmm. So if someone is trying to, well, to come good. and be a part of the church, because if wisdom is a reflection of who Jesus is, mm-hmm. right, then we are supposed to re- be a reflection of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And so the idea is that there's even a, um, there's more than just a literal meaning here that it's really about, this is how the body of Christ is supposed to look. Oh, yeah. And so if you were to sit down and give a description to a bunch of unbelievers, of what they should be looking for in someone who says that they're a Christ follower. This is the list. Of oh, what that looks yeah. Like. So then that really debunks the, this is not applicable to me because I'm not married. This is right. not applicable to me because I'm not, um, I'm not a wife. And it's now become applicable to both man and woman mm-hmm. because a, a message on wisdom should fall on the ears of both man and woman. Um, if you think about it in the non-literal sense that this is indeed a woman and it's more of a figurative sense that this is just the picture of wisdom. Yes. It's, it's a, it's a picture of a whole, mm-hmm. but yet we all know that nobody is perfect. Right. And so it is a, Hey, if you're going to write the ideal checklist mm-hmm. and like, I remember writing a checklist when I was single of what mm-hmm. I wanted in a husband, like mm-hmm. you just throw out everything on mm-hmm. the table, but then there's, there's negotiables and there's yeah. non-negotiables. Yeah. There were a lot of articles that I 
could take little pieces out of that I would not link to in this uh, uh-huh. discussion because it went to the whole very traditional sense of, you know, you should care about the way you look and you should care about this and you should be serving your husband. And listen, I think all of that's very true. But I mean, you won't find somebody who believes that in the home more than me. Right. right? You know me. I mean, I'm all about I'm I that's my calling. Yeah. And I'm going to stand before God someday and I'm going to give an account for that. But um, I think this is so much more than that. Yeah. And and if we are putting on the wisdom of Jesus, the natural byproduct mm-hmm. is going to be that I want to serve my family. Yeah. And your family might be your community. If you're not married or you don't have kids, your family might be your coworkers, might right. be the people you're doing life with, your friends, might be your extended family. So the definition of family here can look very differently, which is some other stuff yeah. I can't wait to dive into. Um, but it, if we are putting the wisdom of Jesus into us and we're trying to live as Jesus was, then the byproduct is going to be that she was a great mom, that she was a great wife, that, she, that yeah. they called her blessed because... It's just in and through us. Like yeah. you said, there's something inside of it. It's the overflow. Well, who was it in the Bible that um, it, it was said of them? It was a man, but it was said of him, whatever he put his hand to, he prospered because the Lord was with him. Oh, yeah. That's, I don't, it was probably David or yeah, somebody like, like that. that. But that's what this woman is. Mm-hmm. Whatever she put her hand to prospered because the joy of the Lord was in her. That's exactly and right. And God's favor was on her. Yeah. So that's the whole point of this. Um, yeah. Something that Matthew Henry said that I just love, 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 love is a virtuous woman is a woman of spirit who has the command of her own spirit and knows how to manage other people's and will not be frightened with winds and clouds from any part of her duty. Mm. But I love the part she has command of her own spirit. Like there's, that is a confidence. That's a boldness. That is a, she knows who she is and she knows who she's not. It's an intentionality. Yes. Mm-hmm. I just thought that was so strong. Yeah. It was just such a strong way to think of her. I just um, sent Addie and I were texting this morning and um, she's just having some nerves about some things. And I said, you know what? Listen, live in your gifts. Mm-hmm. Like quit, quit acting as if you don't have a gift in this. You yeah. are gifted. God has gifted you in it. Be confident in it. Yes. Own it and then live victoriously in it because that's why God gifted you with it. Yes. So that you would live victoriously in it so that you can use that to go and bless and build the body of Christ. That is so good. That's exactly something that I thought. I don't see her as a woman who does it all. I see her as a woman who takes everything God gave her and utilizes mm-hmm. it to the best of her ability. Like she is like a female um, representation of the parable of the talents. Yeah. Like she received the talents and she yep. didn't bury them. She went out and used them. She stewarded them well. You and do I realize that she's a one on any Enneagram. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad she knows what she is because I still don't. Yes, you do. I don't know. You do, too. Ah, blah, blah. Yeah, blah, blah. She's a one, though. She's one. <laughs> she might have a little eight. <laughs> no, she's a one. <laughs> if you don't know what we're talking about, Monica is way into this new... It's not new, but... Ancient, uh, actually. Yeah, it's been around a long time. Uh, it's like kind of, a, I guess, a personality kind of profile kind yeah, of thing. It's, not, it's a little more than just personality. Yeah. Um, and so we've been playing around with it. <laughs> It, it's really become a kind of a hot topic. I don't know if you know this. Like it's the Christian horoscope. Are, are really starting to. Get, 
<laughs> a lot of people are really getting into this. So, hey, have you done the Enneagram? And what so, number are you? What yeah. number are you? Yeah, what number are you? And I'm like, well, I haven't taken the test, but I'm one. I know I'm one. <laughs> I've read the description. And I've read one in nine's marriage description. He's a nine. That is it. One. <laughs> we got it figured out. <laughs> um, I... Uh, let's see. I'm going to go ahead and do this now. So I wrote a modern day interpretation of the Proverbs 31 woman. (laughs) This is a Monica Monica international version. Yes. This is a, this is an MIV and it's, it's slightly wordy. Bear with me, but it's, it's fun. Now, listen, I know we're not supposed to add anything to the word and we're not supposed, I mean, this is not done in disrespect, done in disrespect. It's not done sacrilegiously or with blasphemous intent at all. This was just, I started out with a way of like, what would this translate to in today's culture? Yeah. Um, Because I wanted to draw parallels that the way we operate as women and wives really aren't different from what she did. It's just a different day and a different time. So I have a modern day interpretation. If you'll bear with me, I'll just take a couple minutes. I timed it out. It's less than five. (laughs) I did. I timed it out. Okay. How can anyone find a strong woman of wisdom and grace these days? A woman who is a force of resources and strength, who is in command of her own self. She is hard to find, harder to find than a two and a half carat colorless princess cut Tiffany diamond in a platinum setting. The heart of her husband is safe with her. He trusts in her and her alone, and he doesn't seek comfort from foolish women. She doesn't cheat on his heart by shredding his character behind his back or emasculating him to his face. Her wisdom brings blessing upon their home, and he wants for nothing. She treats him with the fruit of goodness, shining light on places that need Jesus in ways that are grace-filled and loving, not with contempt or abrasiveness. She does this daily for as long as they both shall live, because she understands the vows she took were covenant vows and not a suggestion to leave when it stops being fun. She finds ways to stretch the budget instead of spending outside of her means as much as possible. She throws away the pre-approved credit card applications and pottery barn catalogs that arrive in the mail and declares, get thee behind me, Satan. Mm. She drives across town to Nordstrom Rack, knowing she's getting a great deal on those fry boots rather than paying full price at the fry store at Pont City Market. <laughs> she buys chicken. connect with that? I cannot relate. <laughs> she buys chicken on Tuesdays at the Fresh Market when it's only $2.99 a pound because what a bargain. She'd rather pick things up herself when possible than pay for the convenience of having it delivered by Instacart or DoorDash. She gets up at O Dark 30 to get her spirit and mind right before attending to her day. She knows she needs to feed others spiritually as well as physically, but that she needs to put the oxygen mask on herself first. She clothes herself in the word of God, and he gives her a joy for each day that doesn't diminish, not in traffic, car line at school, or in line at the post office to mail back that dress from Amazon that was a great deal but fits like the devil. (laughs) She's not impulsive and doesn't make rash decisions to make herself feel good or for the sake of retail therapy. She knows that baby steps add up and that living just for the here and now is detrimental. She believes in garbage in, garbage out, and knows a healthy body equals a healthy mind. She's careful not to zone out with junk all day, whether it be food, Netflix, or wine. She knows that small daily decisions add up to help her to be able to enjoy old age. She really wants to have a lot of years with grandchildren and be a yoga instructor at the age of 86. (laughs) She's proud, in the healthiest way, of the gifts and talent she brings to the home. She knows her worth and value in the eyes of the Lord and walks in that confidence. She doesn't tiptoe around her strengths or apologize for them. She stewards well what's been given to her and offers them up at every opportunity. She prepares today what she'll need tomorrow, whether it's pre-making sandwiches for school lunches or getting the coffee pot ready for the morning. She knows these small details add up to less running around at the last minute and helps avoid yelling at her kids as they're dashing out the door to the bus and avoid road rage during her commute. Her heart aches with compassion for others, and she freely gives what she can to those who need it. 
She's not afraid of Snowpocalypse 2018 because she has a plan for how to get her kids home from school in the event of an early dismissal. (laughs) And the pantry is stocked. She knows exactly where the gloves, hats, and boots are. Her husband is respected and appreciated, and the way he treats others is a direct reflection of his home life. Others can see how strong their marriage is without him saying a word through his work ethic, quiet confidence, and fairness in all his business dealings. She knows the power of life and death are in the tongue and is quick to listen and so slow to speak. She remembers, sometimes at the very last second, that it isn't always necessary to tell every single person how you really feel about every little thing. She remembers to season her words with kindness and wisdom instead of frustration and snark. After all, she is not a real housewife of Atlanta. There are no ratings to fight for in her subdivision. She she considers how to make her home a sanctuary for her people at the end of a hard day and once in a while has chocolate chip cookies ready Mm. for the kids for no reason other than it's Tuesday. She might watch Southern Charm while she eats lunch or occasionally use her movie pass in the middle of the day, but she doesn't sit in front of Netflix binging all seasons of Gilmore Girls for days on end. Mm, (laughs) (laughs) Only if it's been a really hard week. Her husband and kids adore her, and while they don't do it all the time, on special occasions, they'll say, thanks for making life great for us. We couldn't do it without you. They will also tell her how lucky she is to have such a great husband and darling kids, and she will smile and hold her eye roll until they have turned their backs. (laughs) Her body may be afflicted with age and gravity, and she may not get hit on anymore by random strangers, but she knows her commitment and obedience to God and His ways make her more beautiful to Him than than her outward appearance ever could to anyone on earth. She knows inward beauty changes her countenance and lights her up from the inside, and she is dedicated to being that kind of beautiful. May the fruit of her dedication on herself, her husband, her household, and her work be overflowing and her crown filled with many jewels. Princess cut colorless Tiffany ones, if at all possible. Oh, that's awesome. I love that. So it's, I mean, it just is not, it's not, she's not different than us. Mm -mm. She's not a different cut of person. She's not a different breed of um, time and space. Like it's just, she's, she's us. She's what we do all the time, but we have stopped identifying with her because it just is different today. Yeah. Well, it's different today. And we think that again, and we talk about this a lot in, in our recordings, especially when we did the, the women of the Bible. Yeah. Um, women are not nearly as unimportant in kingdom building as has been made out over cultural years. Mm-hmm. And she, she is the same yesterday as she is today. She will be tomorrow because again, it was more about the character of who she is, not the culture in which she's living. And right. I think that, that unfortunately we have kind of written off some of the Bible because we don't think it's culturally relevant anymore. Mm-hmm. But culture doesn't change truth and we don't change truth. We have to embrace the truth as it's been given and apply it to the culture in which we are in. And so when you read it like that and you're talking about car lines and, you know, eye rolls and all, we connect with that. Um, that makes it tangible. Yeah. Makes it very tangible. Yeah. I think if we were, if we had the luxury of going through the whole Bible and being able to put it in today's terms, mm-hmm. we would see the Bible is more relevant now mm-hmm. than yeah. ever even. So very, you know, so very. So, yeah, I love that. Good job. We're going to end on that. Thank you. That yeah. was fun for me. 
Yeah, well, stay tuned, y'all, because we've got some great weeks coming ahead. We're diving in like we're getting into the passage. Mm-hmm. At least I know my weeks that I did, like I'm breaking down verse by verse. Yeah, and, me too. Uh, we're going to talk, I think, next week about the character. Yeah, so we are breaking this up into kind of four categories. Um, the first next week, Sarah is going to talk about the character of this woman. And then I'm going to talk about her um, marriage relationship. And then Sarah's going to talk about her um like the kids in the household mm-hmm. aspect. And then I'm going to talk about her work, like yeah. her calling, her vocation, her work. And again, I encourage each of you, and I don't know where you went with marriage, but um, it doesn't matter if you have kids or not. Like my, yes. my week is going to be applicable to whoever you are, whatever your description is, wherever you are in life, like you will get something out of it. Agreed. I, I would say the same. Because I think we're not taking it from that angle. Correct. Yeah. Good job. All right. Well, we can't wait to see you all. We're so happy to be We're back. We're so happy to be back. Make sure that you connect with us over at our Facebook page and our Facebook community page, which is Be Together. Yes, it is. Um, you can find it at facebook.com slash groups slash Be Together community. I'll link to it in, if I got that wrong. Yeah. I haven't. Come so. over and connect with us. That's a growing community and it um, it's really neat. Yeah, we love it over there. So we share more intimate prayer requests. We share mm-hmm. like um, devotions for the day. Everyone prays for each other mm-hmm. over there. It's a tight-knit group of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so check us out. Okay. All right, we'll see you next Bye, week. Bye, everybody. <laughs>